Welcome to JB Trio Podcast, Season 6, Episode 15. I'm Lee McDonald Jr. Chris, the OG comeback kid. What man see? Mark, the Antuarium Merchant. That's, that should be your new intro, Chris, the, the can opener. Yeah, you like that? I figure the I can opener. Yeah. I figure I add something new to it, spice it up. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's, that's a good nickname to have, the can opener. Can opener. Replaces the uh, the Coke bottle. Well, uh, okay, I'll bring it up. <laughs> or, or the come on, I, I the come on your back, kid. Oh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it's our two-week break. We're just coming back. We've had a week off of bowling, and we've had a week off of vacation from the podcast. So we're back. We're refreshed. We're ready to go. And we're starting the second half of the league here in a couple weeks. We're on week 17, and we're going to go over the results of week 16 here in a minute. But well, how did everybody do? And what did everybody do on the break? How'd you guys do? Go ahead, Mark. Oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really. I mean, uh, it's been, it really was a, a tough holiday for us over here because, you know, my wife's dad had passed away last year and, he usually came to visit us during Christmas time, so my wife took it a little bit hard. So it was kind of a somber, somber yeah. holiday for us here. Really sorry about that. Yeah, sorry to hear that. We know what you're going through, Mark. My dad himself passed away a couple months ago, and going through these holidays is tough. When you lose a loved one, especially a close loved one, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even imagine what y'all went through. I mean, it's crazy. But me, I mean, we went to the ranch. Uh, Oh, uh, went hunting, shooting, cooking, grilling brisket, ribs, steak dinner, and light up fireworks, and just ATV racing, stuff like that. Just, I mean, pretty all, much fun the whole time. All American uh, New Year's Eve party, basically. Nice. A lot of fireworks. A lot of fireworks. I'm talking about so many fireworks. We were lighting up. My ears are still ringing from lighting them up, but it was great. It was, it was really fun. Love the family. We had like 86 people at the ranch. So, Damn. Wow. Yeah. So. Y'all were crowded. Yeah. That's more than y'all's wedding. No, at the wedding we had 200. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, yeah, we did something similar. We went to Jennifer's brother's lake house, shut off fireworks at the lake, which is really neat. Fireworks over the lake. Uh, we were all sitting on the dock. Um, it was pretty cool. It's cold out. What, what, but, uh, what lake was that? Eagle Mountain Lake. Okay. Eagle Mountain. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, it's a nice area. Yeah, we love it. There, Chris owns his own business, and Chris, uh, her brother, owns his own business, Top Notch Mobile Homes, cheap plug. But so, yeah, he's the CEO, owns a lake house, visited about 30 of us over. We had a good time. The other part that stunk was that they, some of the parents brought kids over, so we had to worry about the kids before you know the party really didn't start till they went to bed. But yeah, we did that for New Year's last night. It was pretty fun. And we're pooped out today. We all slept in and recovering still. So, but yep, did the same thing all American fireworks and cookout and all that good stuff. So we had a good time. Christmas was fun. We just hung out and opened presents, things of that sort, drunk hot chocolate. So it was fun. Yeah. Fun, fun break, but we're ready to get back to bowling. Yeah, get back to the new year out here. Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 2024, here we are. 
Yeah. Although 2023 wasn't horrible, just yeah. we, we did lose some loved ones, but we're looking forward to 2024. It's going to be a good year. Hopefully. Yeah. And that takes us into the fastest three minutes of bowling. All right. First pair, six, Team 16, almost empty nest against Team 8, Pin High. Looks like Pin High cleaned them out. 40 out of 48. So good job. Kudos to them. Team 14, Timmy. That's Leland and Camilla's team. They went up against Team 5, which is Mark's team. And it really wasn't much of a match because Mark dominated 48 out of 48. Didn't even feel like giving Leland a point. If I remember the scores right, one of the first times I've seen all nine games, all three games each by each bowler, were in the 200 range. So Mark's team's dominated like none others. So yeah, great I, job. And I, I got to say, Leland helped us out. Right, right, right from the start, he came up to us and said, enjoy your time, your short time in first place. Oh, <laughs> that's that was chalkboard material. Yes, that's what he said. Well, he ate his words. He definitely <laughs> ate his words. All right, next pair of team 10 is Chris's team. And they put their thumb in it against the blind team and stuck it up there. <coughs> oh, yeah. It was a hard one. <laughs> Dang. Good there? And they stuck it up. Yeah, sorry. They got me all choked up. And they stuck it up their own hoo-ha. And they went and lost 28 out of 48. They only took 22. 26 out of 48, yeah. So they only took 22. They lost to the blind, and that gives us, uh, all of us an L that picks his team to beat the blind except Mark and beat Mark's picks. So we'll figure that out in a minute. All right. Team number nine plays Rockheads against team seven, uh, the S team. And pull, kudos to the S team coming out with a victory against a tough opponent. They won 28 out of 48. So good job them. And team four... Blame it on the alcohol against Team 6, Three Fingers Deep. That's uh, Rick Connors' team, and they beat Rick Connors' team 32 out of 48. Good job to blame it on the alcohol. Team 3, Wicked Trio against my team, Team 1. My team somehow pulled out another victory, 32 out of 48. Team 12, the men in the 10-pin against Team 15, OG. OG in the clutch. Winning 32 out of 48. They had Joe come in and sub that night. And the last pair was Team 11, Ricky's team. That's Ricky in the two mix <laughs> against Team 13, BD in the pocket. Well, they got a big D, all right. They got a big L, too. Dang. And they lost. Uh, Ricky's team won 43 out of 48. So kudos to them. Dang. All right. And so to go over the lineup again, this is the. Going into week 17, which is the last week before the position round, that determines the winner of the first half. So this lineup is very important right now. And, of course, Mark's loving it because after coming off a 48-0 win, they are sitting well ahead in first place at 5.08, the only team at 500 points. Next is Slate Rockheads at 4.69. So they've got... Or 39-point lead on Slate's Rockheads. Third place, which has a chance, is Chris's team. Put your thumb in it, 462, who happens to be bowling Slate's Rockheads next week. So it'll be interesting when we go to beat Mark's picks. In fourth place, Ricky and the two Mike, 443. 
We call him a pinhead, 436. We're in fifth. In sixth place, three fingers deep. They've been slipping. They're down to sixth place at 425. Blame it on the alcohol at 417 and seventh. Wicked Trio in eighth, 386. The men in the 10 pin, 371 and ninth. Tenth place, pin high, 361. BD in the pocket, 357 and 11th. In 12th place is the S team at 343. And in 13th, almost empty nest at 293. Team Timmy, team 14 in 14th at 288. And just two points below them, Team OG, team in 15th place at 286. And there you have the fastest three minutes of bowling. What do you think, guys? I mean, this is pretty serious now. I mean, I think it's no. No sugarcoating it. This is probably the biggest week we've had of the, of the year so far. Rigged. Rigged. <laughs> That's uh, selective bookkeeping on Mark's part. No, oh, yeah. I just got a, I got to credit Leland. He was the one that helped us. Well, I'd say so. I mean, you guys all six, or excuse me, all um, nine games you guys had, all over 200. That's hard to do for a team. And he got us marked up. Yeah. I was low, yeah, did. low man, 666. Yeah, yeah low I mean, man. you guys killed it. Yeah, low man. Yeah, so it was uh, definitely interesting and a tough week for Leland. Not the kind of week you want to have to go into the break. And they're pretty much secure in the bottom part of the league, but that's another reason why we choose to go half and half. So basically the league, when you win one half, you're guaranteed to spot in the finals when you go into the second half. So Mark's team can kind of cruise to the finals. And then um, – they don't have to do much in the second half. Now, teams do choose to try their hardest in both halves, and they want to become what we like to call the grand champion, which is where one team wins both halves and they don't have to have a finals. When was the last time we had that? Can anyone remember? Yeah, that was the prize, right? Uh, I think it was the prize. It was the prize. Yeah, it was a prize. It was a prize. Long ago. But, uh, yeah, well, you know, look at it. This half isn't over yet. I mean, <laughs> it, there's a big – there's two weeks left, and there's a big match. Our next two weeks are going to be big matches. So, yeah, you know, it's not like we're bowling, you know, teams down at the bottom. So, anything can happen. I love this week 17 lineup. When we get to beat Mark's picks, yeah, it's going to be one of the hardest picks of the year. This week 17, the matches are going to be outstanding. Yeah. I mean, we got a tough team, but Slate's Rockhead, they're bowling one of the bottom feeders. So, Lee, my wife. <laughs> bowling my, Christmas team. <laughs> my wife wanted to ask you a question. Lee. Oh, hey. Okay. Yeah. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, yeah. How about them cheating cowboys? <laughs> Paying off the refs like yeah. they usually do. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, it, was, it, 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 it was a ring of honor. They didn't want to lose on the ring of honor. Well, they can have the ring of honor. But the good part is, is that coming up in three weeks, it'll be Cowboys-Lions part two in the playoffs. If both teams can win, win the their first round, round of the playoffs yeah, first round. it's gonna be part two we'll be back in dallas yep. the scene of the crime yep you're right if they both win their first round that's yep right. and it'll be guaranteed that way it'll be fun we'll have to wait and see now the only way that won't happen is if san francisco or no they can't they can't lose their spot so it's locked so if lions and cowboys win their first round it's it's a done deal they don't know who they're playing though do they in the first round uh lions will probably play the packers or the rams 
Cowboys got to play. Um, we got Packers. We got Packers right now. Yeah, it would be one of those two. Y'all, y'all, got, y'all, 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 got, Vikings. Y'all, y'all got Raiders. Lions is going against the Raiders. No, we're not. It is. I'm looking at the play- playoff picture right now. Oh, Raiders are nah. AFC. Yeah. No. Lost you got two. another selective uh, bookkeeping over there? Yeah, hold on. Playoffs. Sorry, we're yeah. taking a timeout from our uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. bowling. You're right. This will be our short segment of – our NFL Super Bowl talk right here. Super Bowl talk, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah Raiders. Los Angeles Raiders. Detroit Raiders. I don't know what you're looking at, Chris. Yeah, right? No. Cowboys yeah. Green Bay. Raiders. Now, how it's going to turn out is the Cowboys are locked at number two yeah. if they beat Washington, which they're going to beat Washington. And if they do, then they'll play the seventh-ranked team, which is going to end up being Seattle. Or possibly Green Bay. Oh, Rams. Oh, Rams. Or possibly the Rams. Yeah, yeah it's Rams. I'm sorry, I meant LVR. I thought it was Raiders. Oh, yeah, like Raiders. There may be an oh, outside yeah. chance for some other teams that yeah. may, might make it too, but yeah, and none. Detroit versus Rams. That's right. But yeah, it's going to be Detroit and Rams or Green Bay, one of those two. Rams. And then the Cowboys will have Seattle or maybe Minnesota. Rams but. are tough, man. I wouldn't want to be playing the Rams. Like, no, Detroit. Yeah. No, Detroit got an easy, no. easy game. I, I'll uh, you bust in the kids' piggy bank. We'll bet that. Deal, deal, <laughs> deal. I'll bet. I bet, bet Detroit versus Detroit versus the Rams. Detroit yep. wins. Whatever you want to bet, I'm on it. All right, twenty. How much? Twenty. That's it. That's all the kids got left. <laughs> That's all Fred had given me. That's all Fred had given me. All right, we're got it. Twenty's good. All right, Twenty in. All right, now the kid. Now the kid's got forty. There we go. Now the kid's got forty. <laughs> well, we might have to think of a uh, JB Trio pot that we'll have to everybody put in for for these playoffs that's mm-hmm. coming up. Make something interesting happen. I don't know. Yeah, we got a week to think about it though. All right, so that brings us to our. Winter bracket segment. So as most of you heard in our last two episodes, we started the winter bracket. It started out with 44 bowlers. Then we had round two where there was a loser's bracket of 22 and a winner's bracket of 22. So in the winner's bracket, they faced, they fought each other in the 22 and that leaves 11 left. Now in the loser's bracket, what we did there is we took the top five bowlers out of the all 22. Now, Mark, I believe you've got the list here. Can you name off the the top five bowlers that won in the loser's bracket? Sure. The top score was Kyle Howell with 767, followed by Garrett Williams, 748, Chris Saunders, 731, Jared Gallego, 721, and Larry Hoover, 707. Those are your five. Nice. So all five of those guys, they lost in the first round, so they bowled in the loser's bracket, but they have been readmitted. So they are now back in in the round of 16 or round three. And now for the round of 16, I didn't want to just place the five random bowlers in random spots. We're going to reshuffle. We're going to take all 16 bowlers, the 11 that won and the five that won back in, and we're going to redraw right now. So I've got the cards ready. Mark has got the names ready with the cards represented next to them. Uh, let me do a really good shuffle here. And let me say Gino came 
in sixth place, unfortunately, six ninety five. So he missed. Yeah, he missed that's my, my twelve pin. I feel bad for Gino. Gino, you were right there, buddy. Twelve pins. You were number six, but we were only taking five. So sorry about that, Gino. Maybe next time, buddy. We are going to run yeah, a three bracket here in another couple months. So there'll be one more bracket to do. All right, I got them nice and shuffled. Yeah, I'm ready to write them. I'll write them down. And All right, here we go. This is the official round three, round of 16, redraw for the winter bracket. And the first card is the three of diamonds. Three of diamonds is Mike Ensline. I don't think he's bold yet. Mike Ensline. Yeah, here we go. Mike Ensline, so he should be back. So he'll be back. He's had sub, sub form, and they've done good for him so far. But he will be back, and he will be bowling against the two of hearts. Two of hearts. That is great. So two of hearts is Greg oh. Carlton. Right. All right. So Greg Carlton against Michael Ensline. So it sounds like the spread's going to be somewhere around maybe 25 to 30 pins. So we'll have to double-check those spreads maybe going 30, into next week. 36 pins that's going to be. No, 36. Ooh, man. 36. I'm going to have to give the slight advantage to Greg on that because that sounds like it might should be more. Yeah, I got, Greg. I got Greg on that. Easy. Greg's been bowling pretty good lately. Yeah, and remember, if they don't show up, it's 10 pins off your handicap, right? You don't have Not yet. Not until we get okay. to the round of um, oh, I thought until we get to the round of four. So you can still use subs up until the round of four or round, but technically round five, four bowlers left. But round of 16, which is what we're in now, or round three, you can technically use subs still. Yeah, sure. We can use subs for two more rounds, this round and next round, but not not in the round of four. Once you get to the round of four, if you're not there, you got to use your, your uh, blind score. Blind score. All right, guys. Yeah. All right, next card, five of spades. Five of spades is Garrett Williams. Ooh. Garrett Williams. That is set. All right. Next card is the three of clubs. Three of clubs. That's oof. James Singleton. Oh, oh. teammate. Oh, no. So Garrett Williams against James Singleton. Oh, no. The both bowlers are good. They've been they actually been bowling pretty good here both lately amongst each other. So I don't know if they know this, but they're going to be heads up in the first bracket is in the round of sixteen. So At thirty um, pins there. And Garrett, uh, his average has been slipping. He started out in the high two twenties. Now he's around two ten ish. So might have to give the edge a little bit to James here. But I think I may just go with Garrett though. Yeah, um, I, I, I think Garrett. Yeah. All right, so next card is the three of spades. <laughs> three of spades, Brian. Brian Brimmerman, hey, all right. Uh, all these threes, I got another three for us. The three of hearts. That is Larry Hoover. Oh, the first loser's bracket guy. So Larry Hoover against Brian Brimmerman. I think, uh, oh, man, this might be heads up. This might be – this will definitely be less than five pins. I got Brian. No, I got Brian. Yeah, I got Brian. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what, what's Larry's average here? 
Let me look. He's a 199, 18 pins. Brian's 23, so it's five pin difference. Brian, wow. Brian getting five. I'm going to go with Larry on this. Only having bowling Larry just recently. He's been bowling pretty good, so I'm going to go with Larry on that one. Really? I got Brian. Oh, yeah. That's your protege. That's why. In my body. All right. Next card, the two of spades. Bob Davis. Bob Davis of Almost Empty Nest. Had two good weeks in a row, and he has made it this far. He will be bowling against the four of hearts. That is Chris Saunders. Look at that. Oh, oh related. Son-in-law. Yeah. Son-in-law. Yes, sir. And I imagine Chris will be getting a lot of pins. Or not Chris. Uh, Bob will be getting a lot of pins. 47 pins a game. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with Saunders, uh, Chris Saunders on this yeah, one. Yeah, I got Chris on this one. So, yeah, he's picking. He's copying me on the picks. I can see. No, okay. no. I voted for <laughs> Brian last one. Yes, yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. And that's also another one of your protégés, Chris Saunders. Mm-hmm. All right. Next card, Five of Clubs. Five of Clubs. That is Gilbert. Gilbert against the Four of Diamonds. Four of Diamonds. That's Ricky. 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 <laughs> yeah. Ricky faced 300 against Gilbert. How about that? And as of time of taping, it's Monday night. It's uh, New Year's Eve night or New Year's Day night. And the football game's going on. Texas against Washington. They're tied. And Washington just made a big first down. Of course, we just saw McConaughey there, too. It's a left 11 pins Ricky's getting a game. I got Joe Bear. I'm going Joe Bear. I'm going Ricky on this one. He bowled 600, and usually when he does that, he's good for a 600 for like three or four weeks. So I'm going Ricky on that one. All right, next card, two of clubs. Two of clubs. That's two of clubs. Tina. Going to the club. Tina. Son. Tina, son. I don't know. <laughs> Tina made it, too. Hey, good kudos to Tina and Chris, the husband and wife. So Tina Saunders will be going up against the two of diamonds. Two of diamonds. That is Sean Taylor. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a match. Yeah. All right. So Tina will be getting quite a bit of pins from Sean. Sixty-seven pins. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I got Sean. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Sean. I'm sorry, Tina. I want to root for you. I, in my heart, I want to pick you, but in my brain, I have to go. Sixty-seven. With Sean. All right. Next card is the four. Oh, I know this one. The four of spades. Four of spades. Oh, that's Kyle Howell. Oh, I thought that was you. No. So Kyle Howell's the four spades. Um, uh, Washington just scored there, took the lead. All right. Kyle Howell will be going up against the four clubs. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's – oh, my God. That's wow, crazy. Wow, two versus team. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate that you guys have to go against each other. Yeah, team versus team. That kind of hurts your guys' chances as the team bowling coming up. Yeah. Well, you guys will be looking over each other's shoulder. Nah, we'll be trying hard. We don't look at this. Yeah, and we got only two more cards left, and they're both fives. Yeah. We got a five of diamonds against the five of hearts. It's going to be Jerry Gallegos versus Phil. Uh, oh, let him guess. Let him guess. Jerry Gallegos versus... Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm not even looking at it. So, um, Jared Gallegos versus somebody. I think he said it. What did you yeah. say, Mark? Somebody on his team. Oh, Phil LaPointe. Damn. 
Yep. Jared against Phil. Now that's a hell of a match too. Ten pins. That might be damn near heads up. No, nope. ten pins. Phil's getting ten pins. I'm gonna go Jared on this one. I think whenever he knows he's bowling in somebody involved with Chris, it like preps him up like even more to bowl good. Well, look at they'll be bowling together on the same pair. Heads up, exactly. Yes. Imagine wow. same pair. So not only are they bowling team versus team, which is in and of itself a huge match, but heads up in the big bracket, so not bad. Yeah. And I know Chris is going with Phil, so. No, I got Joe Barry. All right. I got, sorry, I got Jared. Wow. Hear that, Phil? Maybe that's chalkboard material for Phil to help no, him I win. I, know see that. Well, it'll, I see it'll what you're light, doing there. Light of thunder on these. Uh, I see what he's doing. Yeah. Oh, he's trying to jinx Jared. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what he's doing. I see how it is. He's already jinxed Jared enough this season. So that was your bit, the winner bracket realignment. So those are your matches. And we'll have the new bracket made out. Here we go with another episode Ew. of Beat Lee's Picks. Oh, Lee, man, you already got me shut out. I mean, I, I, I'm behind you by 10. I can't. There's no way. Well, there's two weeks left, I guess. So I still got to. There's two weeks. Yeah. But I'd the, have to be the worst picker in the game. Yeah, you would. <laughs> but to round it out last week, tied a three way tie for first place. Um, myself, Chris and our guest, Ron Reynolds, all went four wins, four losses. Not a Ooh. not a very good week. And Lee, you happen to go three and five for the week. Because of Chris's damn team can't be the blind. Five. But <laughs> you, you still manage to take a lead right now. Fifty-seven wins, thirty-one losses, two games ahead of Chris with fifty-five wins and thirty-three losses. And then myself hanging back ten games back at forty-seven wins, forty-one losses. In our guest, yeah, and our guest, twenty-nine wins, twenty-one losses, fifty-eight. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, fifty-eight percent winning percentage. So they're hanging in there. They are. Well, it's, uh, it's been an interesting season, and it's almost over. We're going to start it over at the second half. So it's y'all. It's now or never. All right. So this week we are, have bowled officially sixteen weeks. We are resetting the schedule since we have sixteen teams. Or Going back to the same schedule we started with bowling, which is team one versus team two, three versus four, and so forth on down the road. But doing it that way has made some very interesting matches. So this will be a good week for picks. And it started off lane 17-18, team three against team four. That's Wicked Trio against Blame It on the Alcohol. They're right next to each other in seventh and eighth places. What's the spread on this, Mark? You know what? I didn't really work them up, but just looking at it really quick, it's blaming on the alcohol is 59 pence handicap facing 137. Ooh, that'll be uh, 70, 76, 78, 78 pins, 78 pins. Quite a bit of pins. This I'm going with. Blame it on the alcohol in this. I think Garrett's got a lot to bowl for. And I think, um, I know Wicked Trio did pretty good a couple weeks ago, but they've been using subs here as of late. Actually, both teams have. And if I'm not mistaken, 
I want to say Colson will be bowling against against for Tim as a sub. So I think based on that, I'm going to go with the other team. I'm going to go with blaming on the alcohol. Dang it! I got blamed on the alcohol as well. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm going to try to make a comeback here. I'm going to take uh, Wicked Trio. Oh, it's going to all opposite. Tonight. I'm going to have to. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to. All right, so next pair, Team 12, the men in the 10 pin against Team 11, Ricky and the two Mikes, uh, which Ricky and the two Mikes are in the top part of the league. They've been there consistently, even this past summer, and Ricky has been bowling pretty good, and, and they were fighting for first last year. Kudos to them. Good job on them, and that's one of the reasons why I'm picking them today. Yeah, they went, they've definitely um, really surprised how well they've done so far to this point. Yes. Yeah, I got Ricky. Yeah, and All the right. match here is uh, 38 pins difference. I'm going against Ricky's team here. Wow. Man in the team. Wait, is, no, this a team uh, with, is this a team with Sean Taylor? Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> yes, it is. The All man right. in the 10-pin. You know what? I'm going to go. No, you already locked it in. No, I haven't. You <laughs> know what? I got Sean Taylor. No, I believe in Sean oh, Taylor. Oh, he switched his last no, second yeah. switch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got Sean Taylor. Oh, that's an omen. <laughs> that ain't good. Yeah. Just like the movie from the movie Omen. Yeah, All right, so so me and Mark, we got or no, I've I've got Ricky and Mark. You and Mark got Sean. Sean okay. Taylor. Next pair, Camilla and Leland. Against BD in the pocket, a couple of your proteges on these two teams here, uh, Chris. Um, yeah, I got BD. I got big dick in the pocket. Oh my god! Easy. All right, Mark. What's the spread on this? Fifty-seven pins, but that's taking uh, Timmy. You know, Timmy. Tim. So and he might be back. I'm thinking he might be back. He did say something about after the break that he might be back bowling. So we'll have to wait and see. But I'm pretty sure. David will be there to bowl just in case if he's not. I'm going to have to go with uh, BD in the pocket on this one. Uh, she's opposite of me, Lee. <laughs> okay, so you got BD in the pocket? Both, yes, sir. Both of you? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Camilla. Yeah, Camilla and them. Team Timmy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, – if Leland keeps his girlfriend at home, I think there's a good shot. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. He brought his soon-to-be girlfriend, another one, yeah, uh, up to the bowling alley. He was probably uh, distracted again. Yeah, I think if he keeps her at home, he's got a shot. Yeah, maybe. All right, next pair, Team 15 against Team 16. OG against almost empty nest. Two teams that have been on the bottom half. So they're close to each other. Uh, they did have uh, Joel sub in for Team 15 who bowled lights out. That might happen again. Joel might be back. Uh-huh. Who? Who is it, Joe who? Joe Zangari, okay. I believe is how you say it. Zangari. 14, 14. For Team 15 for almost something. Almost OG, yeah. OG, uh-huh. And I think 16 might pre-bowl again. So usually when they – are close to the holiday. They they do tend to pre-bowl a lot. So they might pre-bowl again, and that's been hurting them, actually, so not having to be able to bowl heads up. So I'm going to go with Team OG on this one. Man, it's going to be about a it's gonna be about 100-pin difference. Oh, damn, who's getting 100 pins? That would be – Almost up to this? Mm, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Ooh, I might have to change my pick. Eh, I'm gonna stick with OG. Oh, Longhorns tied it up. Yeah, halftime, and they're about twenty-one, twenty-one. You kind of liked OG here. All right, that's two for OG. What do you say, Chris? I got OG. Damn it. Oh, yep. All right, that's the perfect kibosh. We all picked unanimous team OG. All right, now we're going to the lower team numbers. Team one against team two. My team against the blind. Uh, I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say we're going to beat the blind, unlike Chris's team. <laughs> I'm going to let Mark decide on this one. God, man. I mean, it was easy. It was an easy win betting against Chris last week. Again. <laughs> oh, boy. That really was an easy win. But you're in the middle of the house here. I think you're going to pull through. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Lee's team here. Hey, thank God. <laughs> Greg. Don't do it, Chris. Don't I, do it. I have confidence that Greg will at least bolt, you know, bolt above his average. Yes, I do too. All right, Chris, what do you say? I got your team as well. Hey, all right, finally. All right, 27 to 28, we got team seven against team eight. Now it's going to start to get interesting. So another two teams that are right close to each other in standings, the 10th place team against the 12th place team. Chris Saunders, the S team with his wife, and Diago against Penn High, Craig Boren with Gino and his wife, Tina. So the two Tinas, uh, two husband and wife, a lot of storylines going on. What's the spread on this one, Mark? Penn High will be getting 59 pins. Oh, man, that's a lot. Yeah. I didn't think it'd be that much. Yeah, you know what? I've, I've, uh, I've got faith that Gino's going to come back. He'll probably even have a new bowling ball for Christmas. And uh, I got faith that Gino's going to pull through, so um, – I'm going to go with Gino's team. I'm going with team pin high. Yeah, I'm probably – this is going to be a real good match. Yes, it is. I, I, I'm going the other way. Oh, Saunders. Yeah, I'm going to take the S team here. I got Gino's team. What? You're going against your good friend, his yeah. husband and wife, and, and your best friend, Diago? I got a strategy plan I'm trying to keep right now. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I think he's playing the odd numbers or something. <laughs> he just ruled he just threw some dice all right uh so next pair 29 and 39 team nine against team 10 this will be the match of the night this is chris's team against slate's rockheads his nemesis neil and jared and gill anytime these two teams face off it's like it's like rivalry week yeah and you know what the real story is which one of Chris's bowlers is sitting out this week? Oh, no. For, for their sub. <laughs> well, okay, so I'll tell you this. Insider, uh, insider, oh, insider information. Oh, he was just playing around. So, oh, okay, yeah. listen, listen. I tried, to be honest, I honestly tried to get David to sub. That's the honest truth. So now you so, got bucks. So Friday night, um, Phil came out and bowled. And I'm going to Phil, honest, like, top conversation here do we need david to fill in like does he need a sub regardless of us one of us is like have plans or feel healthy or anything does he need to sub to help us win and phil and he makes me feel confident going through this game next tomorrow because he said no we got it we're on redemption oh. he said, no, all of us will be there all of us will be on the roster and we will win 
against them. I was like, rivalry. Yes. So I'm like, he's like, well, they took 48 from us the first day of the league, and we're going to take, we're going to come back and take 40. And I was wow. Like, I was like, okay, so you're that confident we don't need David? He's like, yeah, I'm positive. I'm positive we don't need David. Wow. Like, yeah. So, and you know, so we can just get your pick out of the way now. You're going to pick yourself. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and choose your team, though. Go ahead and choose your team. No, you know, it's funny because they were telling me, is there a way they can find a way that Chris doesn't show up so that they could have David Bowl? I even said, I even told Phil to his face, like, <laughs> Phil, I will fake an injury. I will say that I cannot oh bowl tomorrow and have David sub for me. Uh, the Coke bottle used too much or something? Is that the injury? <laughs> yeah, and then he literally said, no, we, we want you there. I was like, okay. I was like, you sure? I mean, I'm positive. I mean, dude, I can, I can say it. I have food poisoning. I was telling everything to get David on our team oh, tomorrow. Wow. So you're saying that uh, that Jake, who had food poisoning last time, didn't have food poisoning? No, he did. No, he did. Oh, sadly, sadly, he did. Sadly, he did. All right, so it's official. We're locking it in. That Chris's whole team is going to be there. There yes. nobody's nobody subbing. Yes, and Neil's team, for what we know, is all going to be there. So the rivalry week is official. Both teams will show up tomorrow. We might have to go live for that because yeah. that's going to be pretty big. And I'm going to tell you, I 29 and 30. I hate that pair. There's something. I about, hate that pair. Yeah, there's there's something about that pair that just. I remember one week. Jared and those guys bowled on that pair, and and they bowled horrible. And then we bowled the next week on that pair, and we bowled horrible. It, it's a tough pair. And I can remember one time when Mark was not there, and had Ryan Curtis show up, who's normally a two twenty bowler, show up and only shot five ten. Yeah. So it's just a quirky, weird, cursed, whatever you want to call it, pair. So for you guys, you Chris and Neil. Bowling on that pair, it could be, it could actually wind up that Chris's team wins 40. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like it because on that pair, it's basically going to go with who threw the ball better, who was a better bowler that day. Yeah. You might have to use the urethane, and I think Jared might have to go to the Flintstone ball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But, but you know, the handicap in this game is 49 pens. That's a lot for us. That is a lot. Yeah. You're getting 49 pens. That's a lot. That's five marks. Yeah. All right. So you first. I go last. Okay. So I'm going to have to use a little bit of strategy on this. I got to think of who I think Chris is going to pick. Now, most likely he'll pick opposite of me. So I got a feeling that Chris is going to pick against his team, and I think he's going to go with Slate's Rockheads. So that's who I'm picking. I'm picking Slate's Rockheads. I'm going to go the other way. Oh, he's picking Chris's team. Yeah. I am. Wow. Did you hear that, Chris? You got you to gotta pick. And you're right. I was going to go. <laughs> you're right. Are you really going to go for that pick? I, I mean, I was. After that great story you told about you and Phil talking, you need the points. You're two points behind me. You need them. I'm going for us. Oh, there you go. Good man. All right. So you heard it here. So. Chris has picked his own team. He's guaranteeing the victory tomorrow against Slate's Rockheads. So, Jared, if you're listening, it's a guarantee. He called it out. He's calling out your team. So, we'll have to wait and see. All right, last pair. 
team 31 team uh pair 31 32 it is mark's team slate sloppy seconds against three fingers deep and in the past mark's team has been set up to win the league and happened to finish on 31 32 and here it is again i don't know how it keeps happening like that but here it is again you guys are set up on 31 32 again yeah and the only drawback of being 31 and 32 is we're right next to Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, double uh, double whammy. This is the closest match of the week, really. It's a six-pin difference. Oh, damn. Handicap. Another very interesting match. And we've been really bowling well the last few weeks, but now we had that week off, which could definitely kill your momentum. Sure can. Uh, and I think – Three Fingers Deep has been struggling for those weeks, and that week could do them good, you know, being off. But I'm going to go with our team here to, to win it. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, I'm actually going in the same direction. I'm picking Mark's team because Three Fingers Deep's been struggling to maintain. They've been in first for most, most of the league, but here within the last month or so, they've fallen off, and Mark's team, you know, just how we talked about how you guys bowled earlier, where all nine of your games are over 200. I see that happening. I don't see that exact same thing happening, but I see you guys dominating again. So I'm going with your team. <sighs> Dang, Lee, why are you freaking? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me go first. I got Rick's team on this. Oh, you had to. You had to. You had no choice. It'll be interesting, though. I, you know, I like Rick. I like Rick a lot. Rick's one of the best guys I've ever met. He's a very funny guy. Yeah. He's a very good guy. Does a very honorable profession. I root for him, but I think in this case, I'm just gonna have to go with my. I'm gonna have to go with my brain on this pick instead of my heart. So mm-hmm. going with Mark's team. Yeah, I mean, it's always a tough match against them. It's probably gonna end up kissing your sister kind of night. Could be. You guys need at least. If I had to guess, if if one thing that you would probably need is actually not even really on your own team, but you really need to kiss your sister night out of Chris and um, Slate Sloppy Second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got confidence in Chris's team. I really do. That pair is tough, though. You know what I mean? There's no doubt about yeah. it. But, you know, I think that's going to be a tough match, too. You know, those are the two tough matches this week. Yeah. My eyes. And, again, it's, it lays out almost like a – when you look at it, it's almost kind of like a playoff scenario, isn't it? Like first is bowling. You know, this feels like a playoff because yeah. you know, like a play. like second against third, and then your team against the fourth place team or close to it. Yeah, it feels a lot like a playoff. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's a perfect, perfect example, Mark. Yeah, yeah. it really does. It really does because it it feels like the NFL playoff because like so many things could happen to make another team being first. Yeah, or like the college playoff. The top four teams are playing right now. Yeah, Michigan won the first game, and Texas is playing now. They're tied at the half. So, yeah, it's definitely playoff season, and it feels like a playoff week tomorrow night. Uh-huh. A lot of teams, when they get to the playoffs, they get serious. They change the attitude. I mean, it you got to change be, how you bowl. It would be kind of perfect if your team was just better, Lee. And you'd be <laughs> in the top three with us. So all three podcasters would be in the top three. We tried, we tried, and we even bowled the blind team. So if we went big, we could have had a shot, but not yeah. anymore. And it's and it's not anymore. It's a shame that there's only one podcaster in the brackets live now. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's only one. It's Mark's turn. It's Mark's turn. I was in the last bracket. I think the last two brackets. So I think it's Mark's turn now. Chris, I'm sorry. You were out of all three brackets. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe you're next. You're coming up on the spring bracket. That'll be yeah, nice. I'm saving myself for spring here. You're right. <laughs> there you go. All right, Boulders of the Week. Two weeks ago, we had Joe Zingara, 173 pins over his average. I bowled right next to him. I'm, I saw him bowl that. He did pretty good that week. couple of kudos to Garrett Williams, had a 718, and Ron Williams had a – Ron Williams. Ron Reynolds had a 709. For the ladies, we had Anna Marie Davis, shoot 34 pins over her average. Kudos to Tina's, uh, Saunders, and Clay. They both bowled over their average, so good job. MVP race, we got Mr. Kyle Howell has proclaimed himself the MVP leader. He's the lone person who's no not tied with anybody at 82 points. So kudos to Kyle, who is leading the MVP race for the men. And Tina Saunders has pulled ahead for the ladies' MVP at 63 points. She is the lone person that is not tied with anybody in points. But they do got some people on their tail, so it's still anybody's game. Same goes for high average men, at which unfortunately we saw Chris fall out of the top three. So I'll, I'll Chris climb back out there. I'll climb back up. But it's a tight race for high average for the men so far. Garrett Williams is at two ten point five nine. Neil is at two oh nine point six seven and Ron is at two oh nine now. 209.13, so an incredibly tight race for the top three for the men in high average. Camilla's still dominating the ladies at 171. Amanda behind her at 145 with Nancy at 131. Weekly awards, we had Ricky Boudreaux had a 250 game and over. Gino Clay had 50 pins over his game average. Matthew Macy had a 250 game. Sean Taylor, 275. A lot of awards. Garrett Williams, 250 game and over. And then Joe Zangara, who had uh, subbed that night, had a 600 series, a 200 game, and 140 over a series. So good job to him that week. That's why he's Bowler of the Week. And let me remind Chris of the $20 bet we had that he wouldn't make the top four in averages because I think he's dipped down to about seventh now maybe. Yeah, it's down there. Chris? <laughs> it is seven. Yeah, I have a two or three average. But, hey, you know what? Give me, I say, give me the second week of the new half. I'm back in the top three. Yeah, you better have like a 700 to get back into contention, but yeah, I'm actually ahead hey. of you in average. I'm at 203. You're at 202. Yeah. You're at 203. No, no that's there. You're entering average. Oh, yeah. I'm at 202. And Peyton's at 202. Yeah. So, and Fred's ahead of you. And no, so Bayer. I feel bad for people. I just feel bad because I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to be in the top for all. I this want is other crazy. people. You hate showing off. Yeah, Please. I'm trying to get other people to feel the greatness of being top. Yeah, you're. It, it. you might be an eighth now because I mean, Fred's ahead of you. Jill Bear's ahead of you. Lee's ahead of you. And hey, what position are you in, Mark? Uh, I'm. Look at. I'm, oh. I'm in position. You know what position I'm in. To yeah. win first place first. He's in first place. I'm <laughs> in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That was great. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So tomorrow night, week 17, it'll be an interesting night. We might go live 
depending on how good Chris's team's going to do against Slate's Rockheads. I'm definitely interested to see who's going to try to fight Mark in uh, the position round the following week. So it's either going to be one of those two teams. True. Very true. I'm excited. I'm also nervous. But, I mean. I, you know what? I like the fact, Chris, that your whole team is going to be there. I, and I like that. Phil pointed it out. I know normally Phil's an Eagles fan, and, mm-hmm. you know, you're never supposed to like Eagles fans. But I like how he said that, nope, we don't need anybody. It's just going to be us three. Yeah. We're the original team, and we're going to we're gonna get revenge from that first week. Yeah, yeah. and they want to go down with the ship. <laughs> <laughs> After all, they were named the Titanic. Oh, oh no, not this team. <laughs> that, that team is named BD the it's, Bucket. <laughs> Definitely, oh yeah, it is. It's honorable. They want to go down with the ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. I was really shocked. But I was also maybe it, it gave me a little morale boost in my going into Tuesday. So, oh, really good shocked. for you. So, good for you. So we'll we'll either broadcast live or we'll just talk to the <laughs> podcast next week. It'll be episode sixteen. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in again, especially after the new year. I hope everyone had a great New Year's Eve, welcoming themselves and their new body, new family, new friends to the new year of 2024. Tune in next time as you find the first week of the new year and the end of the first half as the JV Trio, and that my team will be in first place going in the new year. So, oh, so tune in for that. A very exciting news coming your way. So everyone tune in and stay up to date with us. Thank you so much and have a great day and happy new year. And if you do not come back, you'll be like Neil posting shit on Facebook that no one fucking watches. Oh my mm-hmm. God. God. You see the post he posted on me? Yes, we saw it. We saw it. <laughs> and we commented and we liked it. <laughs> yeah, no. Fucking but but okay, so he'll be like Neil. If you don't come back, it'll be like Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Losing to Chris on the week before position round. Exactly. I like that. <laughs> yeah, he's also all right, gentlemen. Way to way to start the new year. So pretty good episode. All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Yeah. I'll be safe. You too. Night. Peace, guys. See you tomorrow.